Stuff shells, Ooh. a lot of scallop and seasoning on here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I needed the water. Yeah, I'm actually going to dinner after um, we wrap here. You know, waking up was crazy. Now, Dre, I know you've been doing music for a minute. You're used to like the yeah, hustle, adapting, unpredictable schedule. It's different now for me as an artist, but it's like before mm-hmm. from like the business side or just coming in as a friend or somebody mm-hmm. like, oh, we're at the studio, pull up. It's completely different. You can get up and leave whenever you want to. Exactly. But when you in the position where you try to get something done, it's like you in there all night and like you look at the time and you say, damn, what the fuck happened to the time? Right. You go in there at night, you leave and it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Trust me, we've I've been in that in multiple occasions, not even just in this life period mm-hmm. uh, as an artist or in the industry or in this entertainment world. It's just a lot to take in and kind of like you got to know how to monetize your time with everything else, right? Because if you don't, it's kind of like you gonna run around with your head cut off like a chicken, mm-hmm. and you can't have that, right? Can't have that at all. That's what I try to um, preach to people, I guess. Even when they don't ask, I just hop on my live and I'm just giving advice based on my experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's so much easier to focus on the stuff you're really passionate about mm-hmm. when you don't have to worry about how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to pay for that? I commend anybody who is working a job that they know they're not passionate about, but it pays the bills and it affords them the dreams that Mm -hmm. they're working towards, you know, Mm -hmm. because to be able to work a full time job, do whatever to make time for your friends, your family and still put time in towards your craft. That takes way more than people know. So can you kind of talk about that experience and what that's been for you finding that balance? Well, for me as an upcoming artist, independent artist, knowing that what I'm doing for work as like work to pay the bills and also involve my dream, it's kind of all in one because it's the production industry. So me being in the production industry is still attached to me being doing music because I'm still around people in the same industry. It's just a different spectrum, a different uh, perspective of the industry mm-hmm. instead of like what people see on Instagram as the industry, uh, yeah. all the rap stuff, all the stuff they put on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's the behind the scenes stuff yeah. for these people's concerts and things like that. Yeah. So I also am around people in that same light, which is still in tune with me, my, my dream as an artist and being on the other side of the spectrum on stage and not building this stage. Right, so right. finding the balance between that and that is kind of like the same because both, if I'm working 16 hours on a, at an event where John Legend and Alicia Keys is at and it's with Pandora, then I'm where I'm supposed to be because... Exactly, all aligns. Yeah, for me. I don't know that everyone else don't ha- didn't get presented the same opportunity to be in those spaces and be like, I've been around this person. Mm-hmm. They might not know me now, yeah, but yeah. for going down the road... It makes for a good course, conversation. Yeah, exactly. It makes a good conversation. Right? said, oh, yeah, I helped set up for an event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what you doing now? I'm doing this now. They were like, oh, okay. No, contact me if you need anything. Let me know, and then yeah. you throw a name out that they might know. That's how this industry works. You gotta know somebody and yeah. know somebody. If not, then you ask so. You kinda just gotta figure it out. Yeah. Luckily, I'm I'm blessed enough to know a lot of people mm-hmm. and continue to grow that network and kind of like make that work for myself and anyone else that's in my circle. Mm-hmm. So. It's all about balance. That's it. Balance is the key. Yeah. Yeah, you pretty much said it all. You hit the nail right on the head. I try. 
<laughs> I try. I try to bring my tools to work every day with me. Yeah. No metaphors. That's just a real statement. I try to bring my tools to work yeah. with me every day. Yeah. Don't let that go over your heads. <laughs> oh no! Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let that go over your heads, please. Oh. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this is the part where we need to introduce you, right? Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, Dre, please introduce yourself. Uh, let the people know. Well, Brooklyn in the building. This is your boy Dre Leroy. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best uh, all day, every day. We here doing a podcast. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, a podcast, more of a conversation, and we gonna keep it like that because me and Zach got a little bit of history. So. Now, for those listeners, it's not that type of list at history. all. So let's clarify that now before y'all think otherwise. <laughs> People already know how I give it up. I'm way too private of a person for anyone listening to even assume what Takashi said. Stupid. I won't even let you get the chance. <laughs> you really got to watch. And I'm glad you even said that because, you know, mm-hmm. you say one thing and people will just take it and run with it. Like, run with it. what's that that happened with Tiana and Iman? All he did was comment on the girl's picture because she has a beautiful baby. And now all of a sudden the blogs are like, did this woman um get pregnant by Iman after a threesome? Like, people are disgusting. Yeah, they mix shit up and then they run with it. Yes. It's like... They don't take into and account. You can't, even, you can't even, like... If you try to not say anything, it looks like you're guilty. Yeah. If you say too much, yeah. it looks like you're guilty. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what can you do? Only thing you can do is get one general response and say, one, two, one, three, A, B, and C, and leave it alone. Right, and leave because it at that. Because people won't forget about it anyway mm-hmm. after a while. Because that's how our generation, our time is mm-hmm. with social media. Things come and go. At a much faster pace. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't like back in the day where stories would be dragged out because you're so just like waiting two, for the Sunday months. paper. Right. Exactly. No. Right. Two weeks later, three weeks later, yeah. This whole Chloe and Tristan Thompson thing won't blow over unless they people are really invested in that, which not too many people are because they're not... I don't um, get into people's lives. I feel like once you mind the business that pays you and you stay in your lane, it's much easier to set yourself up for success. That's a fact. Because minding the business that pays you, it keeps you so occupied. You don't have time to mind anybody else's. And yeah. that's where lines get crossed. Communication is hella important. How would you say your communication is? It's pretty good. It's It's been times where it's bad because I might get too busy and like... Yeah. My time, and I might, like, say, I'm always doing something. My mind is always all over the place. So for me to communicate with somebody, I have to do everything right then and then. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if I don't, I'm going to forget, and then I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, so <laughs> on, so forth, and this. And then I'm be like, damn, I ain't telling you this an yeah. hour ago. Yeah. Trust me, I do it too. I, I hate that myself. So it's like, I got to do better because I hate that. I hate when someone didn't tell me something before that time yeah. that you needed me to do it. It's like, you could have told me this two hours ago. I would have yeah. been did it. And now it's like, I got to run around with my head cut off and yeah. try to figure shit out last minute. Yeah. It's like, I've lived most of my life last minute. I'm trying to get out of that. Yeah. Because that shit is horrible. Look at last minute. But that's what we got to do with. Yeah, you got to roll with the punches. I might get a call right now and say... You got to book a flight, which would be nice. Yeah. But we'll see. I might be getting a call like that this weekend, but I'm, I'm not going to talk too much on it. I mean, visualize it. Nah, Imagine yeah, yourself yeah. getting the phone call, you know? Yeah, Make yeah, it happen. Yeah, no. I, you know me, I always do that. I always visualize. That's how things start moving real fast mm-hmm. in like the last six months where it's like, damn. Where, where all this come from? Yeah. Now it's like, I got to change my whole game plan. Let's scrap this, pull this up, throw this out. And let's, we got to come with a new game plan now because what I was planning in the last six months had to change because things moved too fast. But yeah. 
Now, earlier you said that you're an upcoming artist. Why do you why do you consider yourself an upcoming artist, and what does that mean to you? Well, to me, upcoming artist is like you trying to get to that point where you on billboards, you um, what's wrong with the word? Um, you on billboards, you you're able to do these big shows, which I have done a big show or two. But, you know, it's just staying at a certain point yeah. and staying at that mark where you need to be to become that mainstream big artist. Even though I already am a mainstream artist, because yeah. we all use the same platforms right, to right. put our music out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that platform more of, you know, just being up there with all the greats. Yeah. And that's why I'm upcoming still, because still a lot of people out there that don't know me as an artist. And they might know me as a person, uh-huh. as Dre. They yeah. know me as Dre Leroy, the yeah, rapper, yeah. the artist, the writer. So it's kind of like, now I need to tell the world and the, who I am as an artist. And that's kind of been the goal. Even though it's great, no one thinks I have a job. <laughs> no, everyone thinks I'm a full-time... I am. I am yeah. a full-time rapper. It's like, it's no extra hustle. But yeah. it's like rap is the only thing I'm doing. I'm like, ah, I'm a hustler. I just watched one of my friends' interviews on Sway. It's old, like a year a year ago, or like five months ago. Like five months ago, they um my my friends uh this band named Phony People, they uh they did Sway in the morning, like a live concert thing. And um, they were saying, like, is music your own? This is your only thing I do? Like, nah, we got hustles. But it's still music-related. They didn't say that, but it's like, right, y'all engineers, y'all producers, y'all going into studio sessions and getting paid for these sessions. So you still, it's still music. Like, your full-time job is making music. So for me, it's, I, I can say the same thing because it's all the same thing, in my opinion. But um, it's beautiful when people is like, yeah, I seen you on YouTube. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, I seen your show. I ain't know you like that, so I ain't saying nothing, but uh-huh. I see you now. I'm like, shit. All right. <laughs> you know, I've been getting a lot of instances of that where it's like, like the wave is starting. It's, it's like this right now. Yeah. It's like yeah. this. Like a slow build, it's calm. It's a slow build, yeah, yeah. Until it starts. Moving yeah, it's calm, but it's consistent, and that's yeah, what's it's important. Consistent. Yeah, exactly. That's the main thing right now. It's, it's it's a slow wave, but it's consistent. So once it starts becoming a tidal wave and there's no control, then I'm good right now. I like the the build up, mm-hmm. and that's what you're supposed to enjoy the most: the build up. Yeah. Not here. Yeah. Speaking of the build-up, uh, tell me about your project, King of Kings. Oh, yeah. I, it kind of happened on its own, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, I I was planning on putting something out. They didn't know when it was going to come out. I was like, I when am I putting this out? Then I put out Get Back. Get Back was the first single of the project. And I was kind of like... And it's funny because... I'm ha- if I never changed the song, none of the stuff that's going on right now would ever happen. Because I originally recorded the song on something else. I just had this conversation like a day or two ago. And when I re-recorded the song, it came out way better. And when I went to Lou Day Weekend last year, and I shot the video for the song, and one of my other friends that's like a party promoter, DJ, and Atlanta was like, yo, I'm not going to lie. You might have one with this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, like, I, with, with me, I, I can say I got a hit in, or something. I feel like this is the one or whatever the case may be. But when I kept hearing other people say it, like more and more people, more and more people would hear the song. They'd be like, nah, this is the one. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's still happening now. Like, nah, this is the one. Just give it, pump it some more. Pump it some more. It's like when I saw Flip De Niro get on, it was like, I see him perform Leave Me Alone in October of 2017. Then October of 2018, he's huge. Yeah. And it was like, I met him in, in October of 2018. I'm like, yo, bro, I seen him perform the same exact song that blew up a year ago. And it's just crazy seeing like 
that transition from mm-hmm. last year to this year yeah. of 2017 to 2018, it was like, damn. It's the second, that's the second time I've seen the artist like blow up in front of my eyes. I've seen uh, a, new, a newly found artist, an artist named St. John. Mm-hmm. From he from Brooklyn, he from East New York, but he working with Bigs that worked with Jay Z and all that. And I seen him perform at a show in Williamsburg. I forgot the venue, but it was with uh, my people, phony people. Shots them. They album out now. Mosaic album is crazy. You should yeah, okay, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, but um, he blew up out of nowhere again. Another person. I'm like, damn. But they've been working for so long. It's kind of like yeah. to the normal eyes, like, oh, he came out of nowhere. But right. He been working. That's going to mm-hmm. be the same when it happens for me or it happens yeah. to anyone else. People don't see they how don't much see, goes like, on until they like dive back. Like, damn, mm-hmm. he had all this music out. He had videos out. He been working shows for two years. He been yeah. around all these people already. It's just you never noticed it. Mm-hmm. Now it's like they're noticing because everyone else is talking about you. That goes back to the conversation of consistency, you know? Yeah. It's important to have it. Once you believe in yeah. you and you have a team that equally believes in you, yeah. you put that hustle together, mm-hmm. magic can and will happen. Yeah. You and just got to keep grinding. The last, like, six months with the project on now, now my, you know, now I got the full, but my first, this is my first body of work, like, ever. So I, I don't consider it an album because mm-hmm. I it's, I feel like I just put music together and put it out because I felt like it was time to. Yeah. And when I do my first, my first official album, it's going to sound 10 times better than that. King of Kings is already amazing. I mean, that intro really, I know. really does it for me. I love Focus. Uh, that, that, that's, that was, that's like my, my older crowd likes that song. Damn. <laughs> I, 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 I got, I got, I, I'm around a lot, you know, I'm around a lot of old, uh, old folks an older crowd in their 30s, 40s, 50s that love my music. And it's like, especially being from New York where it's like a lot of these, you know, up-and-coming rappers, a lot of these old heads, they not, or OGs, they not really fucking with the music, the sound. So like, for one, for them, and a lot of old people, for them to be like, nah, this is it right here. Like, you did, you did now and what I know and the 90s, like, you bridged that gap, and that was always the goal, to bridge the gap between mm-hmm. the two, where, like, it's today's sound, but you still get that that feeling when you was in the 90s. So that was the goal for, like, Focus. That was the goal for, like, Fulton Street, because um, those are the two songs that, like, gravitated more to... Uh, it gravitated to everyone, anyone that told me about the songs, but that sound into bridging those gaps. That was why. That's why I came in like that, and that's how why I came out like that. Yeah. And the middle was kind of like, let me just show you my versatility as yeah. an artist. I can harmonize, sing, whatever, all that other good stuff. Where I'm just, I can do it all. It don't matter what it is. If you want rapping. Full bars, you want me to rap through a whole song? I can do that. Mm-hmm. All right, if you want me to sing a hook and a harmony and build a bridge, I can do that. It's all, all of it one time. And that's the, that was the main goal with the project, just showing my versatility. Yeah. So now, when the next, when the album come out, I have like something consistent from top to bottom where it's like you can, you can feel the story like straight down, straight through. It's like, oh, I see what image he was paying here, what image he was paying there. And it's like, I, I get that. So that's the goal for the album. But I, I'm working on that soon. Yeah. I'm always making music, but album work is happening soon. Mm-hmm. I want to put out, I'm, I'm putting out something again soon. Yeah. Probably like a month or two. I, I can't tell you dates. It's going to mm-hmm. happen soon. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to put something out. I say consistent. You know, music music comes and goes now. Unless you know you the needle in the haystack. Yeah. And it's like I I could I could listen to this for a, a few months and not go away from it. I can stay on top of this where it doesn't bore me. 
Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. Because once you stop having fun with it, it's like, what is what's next? Right, what's next exactly? And then it just becomes another song in the vault. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I I like this. If it comes on, it's like, oh shit! I used to listen to this song every day. Mm-hmm. So I stopped listening to this song. How much of your life would you say inspires your music? A lot of it. I, a lot of my music comes from just feeling, mm-hmm. like whatever I feel, like during that time while I'm writing. Like, I get feelings from things. It's like, whatever I feel is whatever I'm gonna write about. So that's really what it comes from. My best music comes from feeling with the instrumental or just feeling whatever I'm feeling during that time. Like, focus came from just me feeling the beat and like me just like getting whatever I had on my chest off at that time. And that's kind of like how that happened. Every the whole the whole every song on my project all came from feeling, like I felt it and that's what came out, and I was like, I this works, because that's how the best music gets made. Yeah. It's all from feeling, mm-hmm. and that's and of course it's the feeling I had that happens in my life. Get back who who don't who who doesn't have the time when they say they down right now and they mm-hmm. gotta get back. So like that was why. That was the one that was at that time when I wrote that. I was like, yo, I'm down right now. I'm not really gonna get back. I'm like, how the fuck are we get back? How yeah. we get back? Shit, I'm down right now. I gotta get back. Yeah. But it is what it is. That's definitely relatable. Just like you were saying earlier, it's all a wave. And what do waves do? They go up and down. But the point is, they keep moving. Yeah, they keep moving. As long as, they, as, long as it's moving yeah. forward, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, you got to have a flow of direction. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. once that flow, the flow's going, it's not going to stop if it starts. Yeah. And it started. So I'm going to keep adding to it, throwing some more pebbles in it. Yeah. So I could throw a big rock and then go. Yeah. You know what I can say about you? The first time I met you, I was just like, it's like you have a presence that's like, I'm supposed to be here. I'm sure of what I'm doing and I'm confident in what I'm doing. It's Mm -hmm. like, there's no strain or pressure there. It's like, yeah, this is my music. And it's like, it doesn't come off as arrogant. It's just like, this is what I'm doing. I'm confident in it. And I'm killing shit right now. It's like, you have a great team. You have a great support system. Mm -hmm. And it's like, y'all are all friends with the same vision and goals in mind. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's really important to have that core group of people who mm-hmm. believe in you. They're going to have your back and they down for whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. ever want somebody to look at my team and be like, oh, that's the boss. Nah, nigga, we, we all bossed up over here yeah. across the board. You know? It's funny because I was in a Target not so long ago and some lady said I was a ringleader. I'm like, nah, nah, no ringleaders. And that's right. part of the reason why I named my project King of Kings. Because yeah. I'm a king and everyone around me is king. That's dope. And um, it's funny because that's not where I was going to go with. Mm-hmm. I was going to go with, like, I was going to name it My World originally. <laughs> okay. I was going to name it, it. It was all. I see the Usher was, vibes my it, way. <laughs> it was all revolved around me. Yeah. So I was going to name it My World. I was going to name it Me. I was okay. like, what the fuck is wrong with this? I was going to name it The Godfather. Man, I don't know what, what I was thinking at the okay, time. Okay, okay. And um, I spoke to somebody that's been in the industry for a while. He's like, don't name it none of those. <laughs> when when the title comes to you, it's going to come to you. Right. You're not going to have to think about it. Mm-hmm. It's just going to and King That's, of Kings is very effortless. And then once you see it after listening to the project, it, it just fits. And then that's kind of three, four in the morning. I said, I just blatted out King of Kings. I sat <laughs> up and I said, wait, I think that's what I'm supposed to go with. Yeah. I was like, King of Kings, King of Kings. You're one of the King. funniest people I know. <laughs> Yo, King of Kings. Nah, that's it. That's it. Let's, take, let's write this down. Run it. I'm talking to myself in the room, in the living room at four in the morning. I'm like, run it, run it, write it down. Yeah. Put it on paper. Like I was in the room with a million one copies of myself. I was like, put it on paper, put that down. We're gonna copy and print that and let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I was like, that's it. And I changed everything in my my um file. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's the one. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna go with. And that's it from there 
And then around the, my grandfather passed away. That was part of the reason why too. He's a big chess player. Yeah. So the idea of King of Kings and the King is the leader of the bunch for everybody else's kings. Mm-hmm. And of course queens. Yeah. But I couldn't fit both of that in there. It's fine. Okay. Next time, next time. Yeah, i king and queen. King and queen. No, that's someone word. We'll go back to <laughs> We'll revisit this moment. Yeah. Now, you're from Best Eye. I'm from Best Eye. Mm-hmm. Listen to Fulton Street. Mm-hmm. Shit's about. Um, how would you say, how would you describe growing up in Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy specifically? Like, what's that feeling you get when you get off the A train and it's Nostra Avenue? Well, it's always been hectic because Nostra and Fulton always been one of the most Lit. <laughs> most active blocks. That intersection ain't nothing to play with. Nothing to play with. <laughs> And um, just all my life, I, most of my life, I lived in that area over there, or over in Leader Best Out right now. So most of this area, I've been around here all of my life. It's kind of like seeing the change from what it was to what it is now. The gentrification, I talked about that in the song too. Like, you know, just everything from the, the whole song. Like, a lot of people even said with, with Fulton Street that I talked to or, like, people I don't know, they, like, yo, you really, like, hit the button on what is going on in Bedside right now. Like, even it, relating it to you, like, what you was doing when you grew up. And it was, like, and still relating it to everything else that's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I was pinpointing a lot of things where it's, like, I... The main things is just the gentrification and like the change and like I really was here. Like no one can't tell me no different. If because I talk about the parks and everything, just yeah. That's that was one of my favorite songs because it showed my my real pemmishes skills. Mm-hmm. And you really told the story and painted the picture. Yeah, and that was everyone. That was a goal. Everyone's like. Guys, shoot a video for that. I'm kind of listening. Whoever's like giving me feedback, and it's all good. They like, yo, shoot a video to this, shoot a video to that. And it's just people that I know or people I don't know. Like, I want to see a video to this. Yeah. Like, I want to see that. I, I don't want to see the ones that for your singles. Yeah. And business the, wise, the product placement for that would go crazy. Yeah. Uh, for I, I kind of got. I'm kind of do both. I'm, I'm about to shoot the focus video or something. Hey. And um, the way I'm going to end focus is going to go into Fulton Street because I'm going to like try to get a B-roll shot mm-hmm. from a drone of Fulton Street, like going towards, like from um, downtown Brooklyn, kind of sort of. Yeah. Going into, uh, what's the name? Into... Uh, that's uh, mm-hmm. towards Notion that. Yeah, that is a really dope and, shot. And that's going to be the end of 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 focus. And I'm going to shoot the full street video like in the summertime. That's going to be dope. And, See, you got a plan. That's important. Yeah, Map it I, out I kinda, and then make sure it happens. I kind of figured out all, all the video. I'm I'm pretty much shooting videos for almost every show on my project, mm-hmm. except for like two. Yeah, it's like two or three. No, it's really just two. It's uh, Honey Green and Got It Bad is the only two I'm not sure I'm video for. Which I might later on down the road, but not the same. I'm definitely shooting a video for BK Lissiaga. I already shot the video for that. That's about to come out soon. And um, yeah, I'm I'm feeling to do videos because that's what I, I want to show that it's, you see it more when you see it instead of hearing it. I just want to paint the picture in the videos. And that'd be my favorite part, the directing the videos. Because, you know, I direct most of the videos. That we've sh- The last three videos or four videos I've done has been mostly me directing or working with the camera, whoever the videographer was, and kind of like painting that picture. And he kind of get any videographer I work with, they get the picture that I'm trying to get out. I don't have to like show them on paper. I can just tell them. And they like, I yeah, I got yeah. you. Don't worry about it. I see where you're going with this. 
So that's kind of where I'm at with things. Just getting in the heavy director, heavy director mode real soon. Mm-hmm. And just paying that picture. Yeah. Now I kind of want to get a little personal. I'm not too personal, though. I think shit like that's kind of weird. But um, you are a father. And I did have um, another friend of mine who's a father. And we just talked about black fatherhood and the Mm -hmm. importance of black fatherhood. Mm -hmm. So can you first tell me about um, the male role models you've had in your life and how they've influenced you and supported you to allow you to be who you are today for your daughter? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of my, I had male and female. Mm-hmm. A lot of my aunts, and I have a lot of females in my, like female family that raised me growing up. Um, male wise, it was, it was, you know, a lot of football athletes that I wanted to be like. Mm-hmm. And then it was coaches that I played that taught me no discipline and you know becoming more of a man for my family not just be even before I had a child yeah and kind of like when the child came into their perspective it's no more role role no better role model than not having a father like that around period because you want the opposite for your own child yeah. Because, you know, I can't say my father wasn't around around, mm-hmm. but he wasn't there as much as a father should be. Yeah. So um, now that, you know, I'm a father, it's kind of like, that's the best thing in the world. I enjoy it every day, like being a father. And even for me, it means more to me because my daughter was born on Father's Day. Oh. So it's kind of like I, I, I had the ultimate duty and gift because she was born on Father's Day. It's like I can't even like fathom that because that was supposed to happen. Yeah, it's not like oh yeah you having a kid that was supposed to happen. Like it's no like every a whole bunch of stuff like the fact that my mother the day I told my mother that uh, my girlfriend was pregnant, she found she was pregnant found out she was pregnant with me. The same day I told her. Wow. It's mad other stuff, but that was something. When she told me that, I was like, all right, now I know this child's supposed to be here. Like That's amazing. And she's had the reason why I started doing music, too. Yeah. Because we, we while we was pregnant, because that's the term. Okay. Because if, if she's pregnant, you're pregnant. Period. Because whatever's going on with her, you got to deal with it, and that's just what it is. I'm so glad you said that. Thank you. Yeah. I had to do with that. Anyway, let's fast forward. <laughs> but she, we watched the video on TV. I don't remember what it was. And it was horrible. And she was like, let's write a song. I said, okay. And literally, she fell asleep. I stayed up all night, wrote a song, recorded it. And I sent it to her like, I did that song. And she's like, what? <laughs> is it still out? It might be still out. It was a song called Wildin' Out. And I literally took... Nick Cannon's going to, like, use this at some point in time. Yeah. It was you literally just, like... You know that game, I'm So Fly, How Fly Is He? Yeah. I literally took that and mm-hmm. turned it into a song. Oh, that's dope. And, like, I kind of just ran with it. And everybody was like, this is catchy as fuck, this one. <laughs> yeah. so I was like, I don't know. That's what came to Baba. I'm wilding out, I'm wilding out, I'm wilding out, I'm wilding out. That, that, that's just what I'm about. I might re-record it, though, because it sounds different now. I would sound, <laughs> yeah. I would sound different now. Yeah, you've grown but, now. You yeah, have more experience. So much as an artist, yeah. I would re-record it. And, you know, that's what... Like, I know. I noticed a lot of artists do that. Like, you know, I, I become an artist that... When you they first started doing music, a lot of people wasn't paying attention. Now that they are, they take all their music away and put it back out. And people like, yo, I never heard this. This is crazy. Like, like relax. It's, or, or it's the been fact here. that a lot of music, even the big artists, a lot of this music that they put out is like three, four months old, five, six months old. They just putting it out now because yeah. they, I hate, let's put this out now. Because yeah. I already put out this six months ago that was six months prior to that because you always got to be ahead of the curve because you putting out music either be ahead of the curve or stay in the moment 
because your mu- if you staying in the moment and you putting out stuff that's going on right then and then, it's like oh, your music's I, not timeless. You kind of just putting yourself in a box. Eh, somewhat. It's 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 depending on how you. It's not timeless in a sense, but if you wanted that music like that, where it was you wanted it for that time, or what was going on during that time, then it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But Thomas music kind of like just comes from damn head. Yeah, that's that soul music. From. Yeah, that's yeah. that Thomas music. You can't really say it's anything that's still playing now is the best music in the world. Uh, nowadays, I only listen to old music anyway. What's your favorite song to listen to right now? Bill with this lovely day. Woo! That is a song I listen to every day for like the last like two months. Yeah. That and it's that's Marvin, good vibe music. And it's Marvin. Is it Marvin Gaye? Yeah, it's Marvin Gaye song. Cause for some reason I hear few like how future raps on songs. I hear how. Marvin Gaye did like a future flow. Well, future does Marvin Gaye's flow yeah. in that song. So I was like, wow, I forgot the name of the song mm-hmm. I'm right now off the top of my head. But just that idea, Bill Withers, though, is the all time greatest song ever. That's the song I've been listening to every day. Is that that just the the way he stacked it and the note he hit that no way okay. he did without punching that in, but if he did, he's amazing. Hands down, hands down. I'm gonna do a vlog on, <laughs> yeah. on my first tour. That's gonna be the song throughout the whole entire vlog, the whole vlog, and and everybody's gonna have to go go with it. They have to. It's your world. They just living in it. Exactly. It's just so inspiring. Um, when I have these conversations with friends and everybody tells me what they're working on, what they're going to do, what they're envisioning, and then it's like fast forward. It's, it's here. It's yeah. happening. How do you feel when the things that you've thought about exist? I I mean, I could say that. It's kind of fulfilling in a sense because it's like I I really put it, thought about it, put it on paper, and then it happens. Kind of like I I know if I continue to do this, this would always have, always will happen. It's kind of like I gotta stay in that mindset because if I don't, then I'm gonna lose my like my steam and that. But it's definitely fulfilling because it's like I I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It's like I gotta stay on this path because if not it's gonna start unwinding or I'm gonna take 20 steps back mm-hmm. I don't have time for that right now yeah. who in the music industry do you admire artists or management wise right now all time honestly or right um, now it's always Jay yeah that's what he does as like now as an activist silently without saying a word, mm-hmm. just helping people do stuff and like, he just like, I right, mean Mel's in jail, we need to get him out of jail. Tony Savage in jail, we need to get him out of jail. And he's always so humble about it because when and you he hear these people nothing. telling the story, they'd be like, Jay wouldn't want me to tell you this, but I got to tell you what he yeah. did for me. I think that's that's so powerful. That really yeah. speaks volumes, you know? That, um, um I've been watching, um, Michael Jackson, of course. And I just learned a lot of new things I had no idea about. And all of it is really pertaining to, like, business uh, more so because, you know, the music industry is a business. So, like, learning that Michael Jackson owned half of Sony at one point in time was, like, I had no idea. He was owning, he owned a lot of people's music yeah. and people had no idea that he was getting money from, he owned Eminem's music. He owned the, some of the Beatles music. Like he owned the James Bond intro to the, wow. the like, he, a lot of people don't know that. That puts I, a lot of things into perspective. Yeah. Well, he doesn't, now he's, they, they agreed to his estate that they was going to pay him out. Um, I did some research on it. I was like, wow, that was crazy that but Michael Jackson pretty much made Sony. Mm-hmm. Like without him, Sony would wouldn't be as big as they what are. 
now right, because right. during that time, Michael Jackson was it. And it's no one will be as big as Michael Jackson ever. ever. That influence ever. is continuously ever. going to be the staple for this is it. And there's a protocol. Like, yeah, there are artists that come after, you know, mm-hmm. but everybody, same answer, no matter where you're from, black, white, purple, whatever. <laughs> Michael Jackson will never, a lot of people don't say his name or like won't even, you know, you might get a few that say his name, of course, for all that other stuff that was going on. But yeah. him, musically wise and business wise, not going to talk about his personal, we talking yeah. about what he was known for mm-hmm. was his music. It's yeah. a business that no one knew about. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that and his visual, like, idea. Me yeah. as an artist, that's what I look at, mm-hmm. you know, because I want my videos to, like, be mini movies. Of course, I want to do movies, but that's for another conversation. That's dope. Yeah, not now. But, you know, people are like, yeah. Somebody, I, I had a conversation. Someone was like, yeah, you act. I'm like, yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing yeah that's just for another time yeah. focus on music right now when the time comes when you see me do a role or two and it's all like oh shit yeah this motherfucker can act too I could definitely see you like oh, I really wish it was still here but Money and Violence I, I love that, that show I could have did that too cause um I met I was season two Mm-hmm. I was around a lot because they yeah. used to do the f- the filming for, mm-hmm. uh, not the filming, the showing of it at Milk River. Yeah, yeah. So I used to go like two or three times. I probably went maybe two or three times. And I will always talk to pretty much everyone. Yeah. Slowly but surely, like, people were starting to notice my face because I used to come in. Yeah. And they used to see me. I, I see a few people I know, and then it was like that. And I was like... You know, season three, I was gonna try to jump into it. You now, I was my way easing into it, yeah. like slowly, but it, you know, I got put on late. Uh, somebody put me onto the show, I'm watching it. I'm like, this shit is amazing. They just need, you know, a budget, they need the resources, yeah, but it speaks a, a lot to, but that also speaks a lot to, I'm not gonna wait around for the budget. I'm gonna just jump in and put out what I what I can because the storyline, amazing. Some yeah. of the acting, uh, I but it's like the story's so good. It's just like fuck it. Yeah, the acting yeah. is bad, but these niggas is into it. Yeah, and it's so relatable. Like it's so Brooklyn. Yeah, the acting was bad, but knowing that the acting was bad, it made it more real. It did. Because if you think if the acting is too good, it's like it's not real. Like especially with no budget, it's mm-hmm. like how could you have good acting with no budget? Right. It's kind of like not real. So it's kind of like. When they had bad acting, they was getting better as time was going on. But them, like, not knowing how to act and kind of keeping it as real as possible made it made the show. Mm-hmm. Because without that, it wouldn't make no sense. They'd be like, oh, this is fake. Mm-hmm. No way this is real. Yeah. And that was, that was why people watched it, because they felt, they felt it. They felt Absolutely. like it was real. So, even though it was just TV, entertainment. I guess now I want to start wrapping up the episode with some uh, questions. Uh, what I ask everyone first is, what do you want to see more of in the black community and how do we get there? Well, the main thing is... Because if we do this one thing, everything else will happen. It's just staying together. And that's like, it's easy to say, but Mm -hmm. it's one of the hardest things to make happen. Yeah. Because for some reason in our community, it's like, we so separated. You know, I'm around it a lot where, you know, it's a a handful of older, you know, gentlemen that I'm around and older black people that kind of do it. And I'm trying to, like, see where I could do it in our generation where we can kind of, like, continue that. And it's kind of like everybody doing, want to do their own thing. It's like, we can't do that. We gotta, yeah, everyone yeah. would rather compete than collaborate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's broken. It's I feel like progress has been made, but I feel like now with this generation and the generation under ours, 
it can now be sustainable and it could now be more permanent and effective change. And that I can True. appreciate because there's a lot of people out here that's saying what they mean and meaning what they say. And that shit is important. I hold that at face value. My yeah. parents always told me, in this world, all you have is your name and your word. Can't nobody ever take that from that's you. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's definitely a fact. And, you know, I try to tell anybody I know that's younger than me because, you know, I've, I've seen a lot, I've been through a lot, and kind of like I'm to a point where only, if you're older than me, then you could you could say whatever you want. It's all right. But to a point where someone my age or someone that's younger, I feel like I'm to a point where I can say I'm a leader and I can, yeah. I can say, like, right, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be doing that. Let's do this. Even though a lot of people don't listen. But they'll catch on eventually, or you know, and always there's a plus being around older people because you're ahead of the curve because they're telling you what they've done. And I'm to a point now, it's like I, I'm listening, I'm not like taking the words and like not running with it. I might take the words, whatever I learned from someone older now, I'm using whatever they told me. I'm just flipping it and making mm-hmm. it my own way. Yeah. So it's kind of easier to tell someone else or uh, easier for me to process or for someone else to process. And someone else might do the same thing, take it and use it in their own way, which is the, the goal because it's all the same thing. Mm. Absolutely. That's that's the goal. Try to stay together as much as possible. Anyway, everybody else does it. The South, other parts of the country do it. Mm-hmm. If we all did it as a whole, we would be unstoppable. Yeah. It would take time. What's the best piece of advice you have gotten recently? Keep doing me. Yeah. I can't even say that's advice. Was, that was the last thing... To, I think that was like... It's reassuring, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think it was like a day or two ago. Yeah, I see what you're doing. Keep doing you. Keep doing you. It's going. It's going. That's what, anytime I see somebody I've, I've known for a while, they always say, yeah, I see what you're doing. Keep doing mm-hmm. what you're doing. Like, just keep doing you. It's going to work out. They, they saying that. I'm like, I Now, in the back, then it's always that little... little uh, those bad words in the back of my head, I'm like, yo, so you telling me this, but you ain't like supporting, selling, or pushing none of the shit I'm doing. Yeah. But it's like, no, I can't even like dwell on that because yeah. they still said what they said. Or mm-hmm. it could be fake love, could be real. It don't matter. Love, it's what you said. needed to hear. You took yeah. it and you applied it I, and yeah, you kept I going. Kept, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, I struggled with that a lot before, just with anything I've done. It's always just like, Okay, you watching, but you're not supporting. And those who watch are not synonymous with those who support. But at the same time, everybody plays a role. You need mm-hmm. eyes. You need views. You need feedback. Mm-hmm. But then you also need real tangible support. Yeah. So it's like it's important to already have your mm-hmm. team and have your confidence already set up in place. You need to have that secured. That's the real yeah. bag. That's Inner good. peace, confidence, focus, mm-hmm. balance, alignment. That's the real bag, mm-hmm. you know? A quote that I uh, was put on to recently, this guy, uh, I think his name is Simon Sinek. He said, uh, a boss has the title, but a leader has the people. And, you know. That's a fact. Shout out to my parents. They really went crazy on their collab with me. They raised me to be a leader, not a follower. And of all the advice they've given me over the years, that always rings true. Like, I walk into a room, I know I catch people off guard because it's like I'm the tiny body and I got a thousand things to say. I have a million ideas. They're all profitable. They're all million-dollar ideas, billion-dollar, trillion-dollar. And it's because... My bags are secure. You know, I have that peace. I have that alignment. I have that support. I have mm-hmm. that balance. But all of that takes work, you know? Mm-hmm. Being on the scene, going to networking events, being in the studio, that's work too. But all the work you need to keep you going and keep that wave consistent, all that focus needs to be inward. It yeah. all starts with you. So again, I started this podcast with saying, mind the business that pays you. And I'm going to end it by saying, mind the business that pays you. Because if you don't have yourself, you won't be able to 
have other people behind you. Because it's like, if you're walking into a room and you're not yourself, you're not going to be able to clearly assess, all right, boom, 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 that's what I got to do. I'm not knocking anybody who smokes and drinks and does that. Like, have a good time. But everything in moderation. If it's time to work and it's time to focus, I need you tapped in. I don't believe people when they be like, oh, I need to smoke to get this done. Do you? I feel like that's the fear setting in and telling you, like, I need this crutch. I need to rely on this. And I'm not saying weed is, like, the only crutch. I mean, it's an additive. I can definitely see where, like, things Mm -hmm. like that help and contribute to someone's creative process. Mm -hmm. But we're already born with everything we need. We're already born with the knowledge, the confidence, the resources. It's up to us throughout our life to keep our battery percentage on 100, to keep Mm -hmm. ourselves charged up, which is why it's important to disconnect and get grounded and reconnect with God. Disconnect from the outer world. Disconnect Mm -hmm. from things that don't serve you and tap into yourself and Mm -hmm. ask the universe to meet your needs, conspire with God, the universe, my ancestors, and give to me what it is that I need because I'm paying attention. Yeah. I'm here. I'm locked in. I believe I'm ready to surrender. That's you know? Yeah. That's, I had to do that plenty of times. You still got to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. the get back, right? That's the get back. Tell me, bro. I got to do that now. I'm about to go, do, go home and strip and go. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> okay. Take me. So to wrap up, please let everybody know how they can stay connected, how they can support you, what you have coming up. Heard you got a show soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Dre Leroy underscore. That's D-R-E-L-E-R-O-Y underscore. That's on everything. Twitter, Facebook. Well, not on Facebook. It's just Dre Leroy. Instagram. Uh, I do have a show coming up that's tomorrow at Bob Towns College. Hip hop galore. Shout outs to them. And um, what sucks is by the time this airs, the show's gonna be done, done, done. But Dre gonna kill it. Thanks, <laughs> thanks yeah. for coming out to the show. <laughs> thanks for coming out to the show. <laughs> it's gonna be late. We got some people on the bill. Oh man, this college don't know what they in for. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, I got some other stuff going on too. Mm-hmm. Some other shows too. Y'all. Sh- Zach, keep y'all in tune. You already know. Stay tapped in. Stay tuned in. Yeah, you know I'm the plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your yeah. music is available. On everything. All streaming platforms. Everything. Spotify. Everything. iTunes, Apple Music, Pandora, Tidal. LimeWire. Lime, Napster. Look, LimeWire and Napster. <laughs> we not playing. We locked in around here. Yeah, you heard? BBM. It doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> with the side scroll. <laughs> yup, everything. It's on. It's on our sidekicks too. We gonna bring those back. Somebody gonna bring them back. I'm trying to bring it back. You are. <laughs> I'm trying to bring Nextels back. I, brr, where you at? Yes, I wanted Nextel so bad. Nobody will buy it for me. <laughs> Everybody's just like, no, you're going to be annoying. And who are you going to talk to? Don't nobody else have a Nextel. I'm like, this going to be somebody out I'm there. I'm sorry. You're going to buy yourself on this one. I'm sorry. I'm with the sidekick wave. We can bring that back. Nextels were before their time. I know that. You're right. They can be brought back. Hey, Nextel, if you need somebody to support, I'm more than willing to be your brand ambassador. I'm your biggest advocate. Nobody else believes in y'all like I do. Holla at your girl. Sidekick. We could do that. <laughs> we could do that. Hey, it's, it's whatever. I don't know why, but lately, that um that episode of Atlanta where they had the rapper on there that did the YooHoo commercial. I didn't see that. Oh, my gosh. Please. Please see that episode. Oh, fact, I think I did. I think I did. Like, season two of Atlanta, Robin season, is the most relatable thing. I think I'm actually going to rewatch Atlanta because I feel like I'm in this different space now. I'm on the opposite side yeah. of business now. Yeah. Well, for me, when it comes to, like, TV, I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. So, like, certain shows I might tap into, but, like, now where I'm at, because I don't want to get into directing, uh-huh. screenplay, yeah, writing, yeah. So now I got to watch stuff that... Well, I I had to watch things that our community has attachment to, and then a lot of things that I'm trying to just have a broad idea of a show or a movie where it's not just 
you know, only one community tapping into this. Mm-hmm. It's everybody wants to see this. So that's where I'm at with that. Because I try not to watch too much TVs, too much poison on the, tele- on the telly. Yeah, it'd be OD. Everything in moderation. Yeah. Do you have any last words, comments? Uh. Oh, I do. <laughs> One, first off, go get King and Kings. I already told you where to find it everywhere. Second off, make a nigga spend a check. Hey! Make that nigga spend a check. Dre, thank you so much for your time, your energy, your wisdom, your input, for sharing your talents. King of Kings is dope. That's definitely intro of the year, like, focus. I can't even tell you how many plays or how many streams I've contributed to King thank of Kings, you, but you. I, yo, I appreciate locked all in. <laughs> all streams, all downloads, I appreciate them, all iTunes buys. Nothing is downloaded, okay? Yeah. We are locked in. I really love it. Oh, I really love it. Thank you. I appreciate you um, having me here Yes, today. yes. Thank you. You know I ran here. And I need to run back somewhere. Well, actually, run and go find food because I'm starving right now. Facts. That's the life. And that's definitely what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. For all you guys listening out there, by now, you all know I have begun rapping. I enjoy it a lot. She has begun rapping. <laughs> yes, she has. I heard her rap two years ago. Oh, shit. Luda Day weekend, right? I forgot about that. We driving in the car to the gas station. She starts rapping. I'm like, work. I'm like, all right. She's like, yeah, it's all for real experience. I ain't just saying this just to say it. I'm like, all right. I said that shit last night. (laughs) The brand is consistent, okay? Two years ago, I was like, look, look, if you want to do it, do it. And now she's doing it. I respect it. I respect anybody that said, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. Being around y'all was just real inspiring. It's like we're all young and making major moves, but doing it together. That's like having a strong team, a strong front-facing team, and having that shit be just as strong in the back end, that is so important. Like collaboration, there's so much strength in teaming up and getting something done to achieve a common goal. Yeah. Y'all, like, I just got to do it. There's enough room out here for everybody. Everybody eats. Everybody. I promise you. More than enough. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I can't thank you guys enough just for, like, that whole experience and everything. It taught me a lot about myself and, like, Mm -hmm. what I am capable of doing and what I know. It's just like, yeah, I could do this, but if I'm not all in it, I don't want to just do shit just to prove a point. To be like, ah, I told you I could, now I'm out. Because I feel like that's whack and it's kind of disingenuous, you know? It's yeah. like, if your all isn't there, I'm not going to waste your time. Because I want people mm-hmm. to return that same energy to me when we're working with each other, when we're working together, if I'm working for you. I need you to keep that same energy, yeah. period. You know, energy Everybody. is important. Um, even talking to Stoop about energy and how important it is to us. Oh, like, when God. I had him on, like... Oh, God. We still got a song we never put out. And I know it's fire. Just please. If for no one else, drop it for me. That shit is stupid. That song is like two years old. It's going to come out, though. I know it. And whenever it does, it's going to be the right time. I will put it out. I'm going to leak it. And if y'all don't put it out, I'm going to leak it. (laughs) Yeah, that song is crazy. I think think he he holding on to it. I don't know what the... Yeah. He did it a minute ago. It's me and and Gourmet on it. Uh, shout out to Gourmet. He, he about to put something out soon too. He been real quiet, but he he just getting everything together. Right yeah, that's now. the silent killer right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I don't sleep on Gourmet. Nah, never. Look, he made me better as a writer. When I'm on the song with him, I'll be like, all right, let's get it together. Yeah, because he's Cause gonna bring it each and every time. Each and every time, it's like, all right, like there's he, no easing up. Yeah, no, he he, he, he makes me better. He makes me better as a writer. I make him better as a performer. And that's, we just... That's that balance. That's our balance. Yeah. And that's all, what it's always going to be. That's my guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting for him to drop his. That's going to be something nice. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. Well, I'm not going to take too much of your time because I'm also about to be late to dinner. And I know you want to eat too. What? What time dinner? Uh... 
the reservation's for 10 o'clock, but I'm supposed to leave here at 9. Y'all, it is 8.34. I still have on my two-piece pajamas. <laughs> I'm going to be ready, I promise. I'm going to just have to rock the ugly fall. butt. Yeah, we're going all the way uptown. I'm going to oh, make okay, it. Okay, that's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of I Don't Know Either, the podcast, the web series, My Fucking Life. I know I say the web series every episode, but that's me speaking it to existence, all right? We're going to get this web series together. It's going to be lit. Dre's oh. going to help me with directing the cinematography because oh. we're getting in the screenplays. It's going to be fire. Watch us take it to the top. It's takeoff season on you bitches. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, let a motherfucker know.